We took an excursion in the woods. It was nice. We didn't intend for it, but we got the opportunity, as you guys heard, to see Pig when we were supposed to cover a crazy film. Ebola syndrome. We're making it up today. I miss Pig already. Yeah, me too. I, I can't believe I'm saying it. I miss. There it. were pigs in Ebola syndrome. It was kind of That's like the true. whole crux. Kind of, of like a, the sequel, almost yeah. a spiritual sequel, oh, you might say. No, I'm kidding. No, I can't believe I'm saying it, but I miss Nicolas Cage. Oh, so much. I miss him so much that I'm going to do this. Where's my pig? Oh, wait. That actually really ties in with this. Because Okay, so. Hi, everybody. We're the Cellar Dwellers. I'm Christian. I am Colby. We are uh, a show where we watch... Movies like this movie. So the the, the <laughs> film that we're co- covering today, I know I just started talking about how Pig ties in. I'll get back to that. But the film that we are covering today is uh, definitely uh, more of the ilk of what the podcast was started to cover. We're back on our bullshit. We're back on our bullshit. We're back in the uh, bad boy territory. Ayo. Yeah, we're, oh my God, we're the bad boys of podcasting. We are the bad boys. I can't believe we've we've achieved that status. There is no badder boys. Than the cellar dwellers. In the PC than us. The PCG, baby. Podcast game. Podcast game. True. No BBs in the PCG. I'm not good with acronyms. No batter boys in the PCG, baby. (laughs) It's hard for me to, that's hard for my brain to function. No BB in the PCG. That's what I'm saying. We got to catch that on hashtag no PP in the BCG. All that said, we we watched another icky movie. Yeah, Ebola Syndrome. If uh, you're not familiar. They're not. They're not. (laughs) Let's let's get that out of the way. (laughs) You may be familiar with uh, a previous episode of ours from January, uh, the film uh, The Untold Story by Herman Yao. Is that how you say it? Uh, Y-A-U? Yeah. Yeah, I apologize if that's incorrect. But it's uh, he's the director of The Untold Story, and it stars Anthony Wong, who also stars in Ebola Syndrome, also directed by Herman Yao. Oh, it's like they're similar movies or something. It's almost like it's a sequel slash remake. Honestly, this genuinely, this feels like... Uh, Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2. Yeah, honestly. Untold Story is Evil Dead, and then they got a higher budget and just were like, fuck it, and made Ebola Syndrome. And like, let's make it more in every possible way. Every possible. Let's, okay, right off the bat, y'all. This is one of the most offensive movies that yeah. we've covered. Just like, they're, they don't fucking care. It's on purpose. It's dumb. It's not funny. There's funny parts, but the funny parts are always during like the violence. Like it's not the jokes they're trying to make. It's just the gratuitousness of like whatever's happening. Yeah, it's more like the yeah the the sheer like what are we seeing on screen right now is is where the real kind of laughs come in. But exactly the, any attempts at comedy throughout not, are are not no, funny. They anyways. fall completely flat. It's, also, our transfer the subtitles were not great. We should say Christian owns this. I did buy this. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we got to get that out of the way. <laughs> I did, yeah, I did. I also own the untold story, which I, <laughs> let me, let me get this out of the way. Uh, they're kind of equal in my mind. They might, I they might say, as well be kind of the same. Movie. I can't really say I prefer one or the other. I think they're kind of the same. If I were to show somebody one though, uh, it would be the untold story. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, there's so there's so many things about Ebola syndrome, and we'll, and we'll get into most of them, I'm sure, mm-hmm. that I don't want other people to see. <laughs> no, it's just, it makes... <laughs> you know what I mean? I genuinely was sitting there thinking, being like, I own this now. When is the next <laughs> time I am going to watch this movie? Under what context am I going to watch this again? And I couldn't think of a, a good reason. This next Halloween party. Oh, God. No, this could not no, go never, on with a crowd. Never, never, ever, No, ever. it's just, okay. So, all right. The, okay. I'll read, okay, I'll read the... the IMDb synopsis? The tagline, yeah. Because, and, and, honestly, even that sounds like untold story. Yeah, 100%. Um, a restaurant employee wanted for murder contracts Ebola by raping a woman in South Africa and starts an outbreak there and in Hong Kong when he returns home. That is... That's what the movie's about. It is even that is so offensive and I mean, ridiculous. Yeah. And but listen to the listen to the this is the untold story. Uh, cops begin to suspect a man running a pork buns restaurant of murder after tracing the origin of a case full of chopped up human remains that washed ashore, which lead then to him. So untold story, if you remember, he kills his bosses and starts running a restaurant. Ebola syndrome. It's the same fucking thing. There is also uh, human meat. Consumption in both in both it's it's a weird parallel between yeah. uh, two movies that are not sequels yeah or technically related. Uh, Bola syndrome is straight up w- just wilder in terms of filmmaking, which was very interesting. Yes, there are a couple shots in here where you're just like, "Ooh, that's fucking neat!" Like that's weird and gross stuff and- that like cinematically outside of just the gross stuff. Like yeah. Shots, like you mentioned, we've not seen before. Yeah, like I'll get to one specifically later that I thought was really cool. But there's also like some really just dumb shit. Like there's a scene where they're interacting with like a cheetah. And it's just like blatantly like that cheetah is trained and has no fucking interest in them. But they're trying to like play it off as it's a really tense scene. It's really dumb. It's terrible. A lot of uh, poorly dubbed... roars yeah oh my god it's so funny like the cheetah's like literally licking its lips and like (laughs) then there's a roar sound the let's go ahead and acknowledge this the sound and the dubbing not great are bad yeah it just straight up bad. it honestly feels like like you're watching a giallo movie i was exactly thinking the same thing it's like a 70s italian movie where nothing matches up with what is being said occasionally like when they're speaking uh mandarin or cantonese i can't remember which one because that's two those are the two options on the language uh choices uh sometimes that links up but every other thing because english pops up in this uh uh african i think might be spoke there's various things going on yeah um it all it all sounds bad and it yeah it just the well the dialogue weaves in and out of like being loud and quiet uh again this is like a this is a dvd that i spent too much money on the case is i won't make you say how much the majority 25 dollars i did Wow. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) The case is mostly in uh, Mandarin uh, with some English. Uh, It's region-free is the only reason I was able to buy it. And I honestly suspected that I was being lied to (laughs) when I paid for it. You were were relieved when we turned it on and it worked? I I I wondered why. (laughs) I fully anticipated buying this thing and it just to not play. (laughs) Yeah. Because by when, that would have been a bad that would have been a bad waste when of money. you're when you're when you're looking for uh, foreign films uh, that are more fucked up like this is okay this is a category three like we mentioned in the untold story that's essentially like 
Hong Kong's version of NC-17 slash, like, the video nasty. Like, these are, like, oh, these are the fucked up movies type thing. And, I mean, I get it. Oh, yeah. But it, the, the tone of these of these two movies, as any Boa Syndrome and Untold sto- uh, Story, is that it is very silly. Like, yeah. the bad guy, the protagonist, is not a They're scary. They're caricatures. Yeah, yeah, like, he's he's more goofy. And, yes, the things he does are gross and despicable. And, yeah. and, like, yeah, just he's a, he's a villain, for sure. He's a serial killer. He's a rapist. But, like, at no point is he, like, sinister or, like, menacing. No, you don't feel, well, you don't feel like he's sinister or menacing. Right. Yeah, he's, he, he's supposed to be. He's uh, just kind of schlubby, especially in this he's one. He's so gross. He's so, I need, okay. Yeah. He's uh, genuinely, he's a gr- very good actor. Anthony Wong. Anthony Wong is a genuinely yes. great actor. He's in, I think, uh, one of the Mummy movies, if I'm not mistaken. What? He may be in Curse, the third one that nobody liked. No, I, I think that. he's I in that, that one. one, yeah. Uh, I have to watch it now. Yeah, apparently. Damn. Uh, he's in some shit, though. I know he's in some American shit. Anyway, he's a genuine, genuinely good actor. Like these, he's great in the Untold Story, and he's really good in this. Uh, I'd say the majority of the acting in this is pretty good because it's supposed to be kind of over the top and campy and weird yeah. and goofy and shit, and it works. Um, so when like the violence and stuff comes in, it's it's a mix of being over the top funny and more sinister not sinister but like more like ah fuck yeah like why am i seeing this yeah like oh god damn it yeah Yeah. it just it makes it a little tougher at the same time um because this movie opens with like a prolonged sex scene that's the first thing we see is a sex scene yeah right off the bat and uh, the intro to the movie i think is the whole like prologue sequence basically is pretty interesting i think it sets a because it's it starts off with a bang. Honestly, I don't mean that literally with a sex scene, although that yeah, is true. That's hilarious. Honestly, the if you remove the section of the movie that's in South Africa, then I would show this movie to people. Yeah, because <laughs> that's where all the offensive shit is. Yeah, I mean, if you if you're already putting two and two together, it's incredibly racist. Yeah, it's so fucking racist. This movie is so 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 racist in every possible way that you can imagine. A a uh, person from Hong Kong traveling to South Africa, going into the uh, into the w- and, wilderness yeah. and saying stuff. They're trying to buy pigs for their restaurant, and uh, they're just having conversations about their essentially just exposing their prejudices while and via dialogue. There are many prejudices. <laughs> it's not great. No. Uh, but this is where that dumb cheetah scene comes from. But this is also where the fucking plot of the movie comes from. So the movie opens with that sex scene, like we said. Uh, but that's an affair that he's having uh, with his wife. His boss's wife. Yeah, uh, his boss's wife. And he um, gets caught by his boss. His Immediately. boss comes home early. Yeah, he, they're like having sex. And he's like, oh, your husband going to come home? He's like, no. She's like, no. Uh, he's always away. Why are you worried? And he's like, no, shut up, or something like that. And then, like, the dude immediately comes home. Uh, and he's, like, kicking his ass, and then he's going to castrate him. Well, you're, well, he does almost castrate him, yes. Yeah. But before that, he does make his wife pee on him. Right. We right, cannot right, forget right. about no, we, that. We no, get, we cannot. We get pee within a few minutes of this movie. And I got to say, I was, first I, was 10. A, I was a little shocked. Yeah, first 10 of the movie, you get uh, She pees right on his face. Standing over Standing over him and peeing on him. And then uh, the boss gets him. He has some, like, shears, and uh, he's going to castrate him. And then uh, Kai is his name. Yeah, Kai is the bad guy. Uh, Anthony, that's Anthony, Anthony Wong. Wong yeah. Uh, says that he's like, no, I'll castrate myself. 
which is so like no he's not my dick is so small yeah, that was very funny that yeah he's oh don't it's so small it's anyway so small like, oh, it's so small already that was pretty funny uh don't cut it off it's so small already um uh he's like i'll castrate myself so the guy gives him the shears and then of course he doesn't and he just starts stabbing everybody uh we do get some cool action in this yeah though. he stabs one of like the henchman dudes like he, that dude bleeds to death from his balls i get stabbed yeah, he gets stabbed right in the, so in, the, in the crotch and it's gross it's gross it's gnarly but the way that he gets out of this is uh the boss is like drinking a bottle and he like shoves it up into his like nose teeth mouth area and just like blo- like the dude's fucked like his face is up. fucked uh, and then it's, yeah, from there it's assault and murder, a pretty gratuitous murder with a table, which is pretty wild. And then a wild assault scene. Uh, there's a lot trigger warning for that, like and, a ton of yeah, that shit. I mean, there's just a lot of sexual assault. This is not, if you're, if you have any apprehensions about extreme cinema, this isn't the movie for you. We, we can go ahead and probably agree here. Like we wouldn't necessarily recommend this for anybody unless you no, are actively yeah. seeking out something, you know, Hong Kong E or just extreme. Like I would give is. this, I would give this like a decent score. Uh, simply let's do, let's do out of five right now. Three. I think I might go two and a half. Yeah, I that's like fair. Untold Story was a three, I think. See, I, I gave Untold Story three and a half. Ah, okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, this is, yeah, this is like a three to me. It's like, this is honestly kind of like boilerplate fucked up movie. Yeah. It's like a lot of what we just know it to be with like a pretty good last quarter. Like, enjoyed the last quarter quite a bit. And the effects are, are well done. The cinematography is cool and, and creative at times. And, yeah. and there, you can tell, like, there's some talent behind this. There's some money behind this. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. We, we also have to say, uh, this, came, this comes after Untold Story. Mm, about three years, I think. Untold Story, you mentioned, uh, was like an Oscar winner equivalent Equi- over like in, in it there. won it won like big awards in Hong Kong like, like Anthony Wong was nominated for best actor and won and like the director Herman won Yao was nominated won. and so we got to think this is the movie they follow with yeah it was three years <laughs> yeah and they follow it with fucking Ebola syndrome like, apparently they made another pretty crazy movie called Taxi Hunter which is about like a violent uh traffic jam is Anthony Wong in that one as yes well? I believe he's we might also have to the, complete the the yeah, Herman Yao Anthony Wong trilogy at some point. Yeah, I'll track down. Oh wait, no, that came out the same year as uh, Untold Story. Two movies in one year. Taxi Hunter. Damn. Yeah. So we'll, we'll we got to track that down. I'll look into that. Because uh, again, while this is fucked and I wouldn't really recommend it, uh, I didn't hate watching it. It's, it it's, flows. It's, it's entertaining. Yeah. It's fast paced. And by entertaining, we don't mean like we enjoy watching the the hard stuff. No, but no. like the this is truly a midnight movie. Yes, this is like, like a cult movie. Yeah. Like this is this something... is something that's on late at night, and you're like, I probably shouldn't be watching this, but I'm a little I'm a little goofed, and I'm gonna sit here and watch this crazy ass fucking movie. And then you're gonna tell somebody the next day, be like, dude, you won't believe what I watched. I saw last this night. fucking thing called a bowl syndrome. Like, goddamn. And that's how movies like these are passed along among, exactly. among the dwellers like exactly. us. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, from here he, he kills like, he, like we said, we, he kills the boss, he kills his wife. We won't go into the details. Look up, look up the movie if you want to fucking see it. There's not Uh, much out there. There's not much out there. (laughs) Uh, he ends up, uh, in South Africa working at a restaurant again. He basically escapes Hong Kong. We should note that, uh, the husband and wife, the restaurant owners that he killed were, had a daughter who witnessed the death and he covered her in gasoline was going to light her on fire, but got interrupted by a dude walking in and he left by being like, 
I killed them. What of it? Or something like that. Yeah. Like ran away. No regrets. And then he's like on the run for years and he's in South Africa. So now we're in South Africa. He is going with his boss to pick up pigs. He's working at another restaurant. He's working at another restaurant. Because he can work for very little as a Because they know he's a fugitive. Yeah. Yeah. So they're paying him like no money and essentially keeping him as like an indentured servant. Uh, So he's like their errand boy and like their... Running to get the pigs, the car breaks down, the truck breaks down, or whatever. And this is when he takes his opportunity to assault a passed out uh, tribe woman. Yeah, I don't I know mean, if that's right to say. She's part of the Zulu tribe. Yeah, that's what they that's what they say in the region. And why that they is are. she passed out? Oh, because she has Ebola, and he doesn't know this. He's he just assaults her. It's a very uncomfortable scene. She does barf all over him. She barfs all over it's him, quite which gross. gets in his mouth, which is how, well, it's not the only way he gets Ebola, but it definitely expedites the process. And we uh, do see, like, they 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 go to a village when they're looking for the for some pigs to buy, and there's a they're cre- straight up just there's dead bodies. There's a lot bodies. of real animal death in this, by yes. the way. A lot of chicken death, a lot of frog death. The frog death is nasty as shit. They run over a rat. I don't know if it was alive when they ran it over. You mentioned, bef- like, while we were watching, that you, you read something about, like, the they, frogs they cooked the frogs, and yeah. so it it's still, like, they technically okay, like, but yeah. it's still, it was kind of icky to watch, and just really, you haven't seen that kind of stuff. It's essentially, <laughs> it's essentially the same argument anybody who kills an animal on screen makes. It's yeah. like, well, we ate it afterward. It's like, I it mean. doesn't make it okay. And, like, Apocalypse Now did it. They, they show the beheading of a cow and Francis uh, Ford Coppola's uh, whole argument was, well, it, that cow was being sacrificed for a ritual. They allowed us to film the ritual. And I was like, I mean, that's fair. It's just so fucked, like, man. You don't need to see that. It's, it's pretty brutal. Um, I, I never like seeing real shit like yeah. that. I, I watch these things for it to be fantasy and crazy and fucked up and fake. I mean, I would say that the animal F stuff fake. is probably the some of the grossest stuff in for, this oh, movie. Oh, for sure. It's not the most, like, uh, offensive, but it's it's the most uh, visually extreme. Because you, for sure. it's just not something you're used to seeing on screen. No, I don't ever. like it. Like, it's not fun. No, By no, no means. Not that a lot of the things in this movie are fun, but... No, but genuinely, if you take out, like... I mean, there's the super, super racist stuff. The the South African part. Yeah, honestly, all of that is bad. Yeah, even though that's the fucking crux of the goddamn movie. Pretty much the whole middle of the movie. Because from there, he gets Ebola, but then we find out that he's just kind of like a carrier. He gets sick, but he gets better. That's one in 10 million kind of luck right there. Uh, So uh, convenient. Yeah, and then he kind of just repeats the cycle. He fucking just kills his boss and, and her wife and his again, wife again and then cooks them into some human hamburger meat and sells them and spreads Ebola that way because he assaulted the wife prior so yeah they spread it yeah fuck it's i mean again like what a weird parallel with the untold story as in it's the same creates human human meat and then sells <laughs> the it to people movie. and then that's like the middle of the movie <laughs> yeah uh yeah this that's the whole crux. Yeah. That's like it of Untold Story. This has that and then like one last little scene. So this has a different beginning. This has the whole of Untold Story as the beginning, then Untold Story again as the middle, and then Ebola syndrome at the end. Yeah. All, <laughs> it really just turns into absolute chaos in the, yeah. in the final third. Which is once, once we get past 
him n- no longer assaulting people, for, which is probably about the last half hour. It takes a while. Yeah, it's about a half hour he's a, until he he's is a no longer person. no longer assaulting women. Right. Uh, then I was like, oh, this is fun. This feels like a rapid Hong Kong crazy fucking movie. That's very fun. Not all this. Yeah, the more I'm talking about it, I'm like, shit, man. Like, there was so much, like, him being such a deplorable, disgusting rapist. One of, yeah, one of the grossest things that that we kind of witness is uh, at some point towards the end, I think he, uh, how do I describe this? Uh, sucks somebody's eyeball oh, out of their yeah. face. He, like, straight up. Oh yeah, he he puts his mouth like over their. And you're like, eye hey, what socket. are you doing? What are you doing? Hey, stop, 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 stop. And then and you, you just see him like sucking his cheeks in, and then he starts chewing an eyeball. It's it's so gross. It's like insane. I, that's horrifying. Yeah. Oh yeah. How did I forget? There's about a lot. That? There's a there's lot so of. Much. There's a lot of like little moments like that where you're just kind of like, holy shit. Yeah, there were a shocking. few. There well, there was the blatant dummy but there was a dummy like autopsy scene where it was blatantly a dummy but the innards were really well done yeah this is at this point the ebola has has run rampant throughout throughout uh, south africa throughout south South Africa, africa and then eventually gets back to hong kong goes everywhere there and and so we are seeing this autopsy done by the doctors of this ebola ridden uh, dummy basically yeah. it's very clear it's but blatant, then yeah. uh, as they kind of cut it open and are doing the autopsy stuff they're just kind of playing around in the guts talking about the effects of playing ebola in the guts. and talking about how it's liquefied the lower intestines and that kind of stuff and it is very gross and then they start to peel its face off mm, that which, part was gnarly which i don't you know i'm no doctor yeah but why like wh- they, they were saying all the <laughs> tissue had been decayed they're just like they're cutting right under the the like neck, the line neck and then just in the jaw pulling yeah. up above it was it, gross uh, yeah really gross for, again for a dummy i was pretty impressed with yeah the effects that effect was incredibly well yeah. done uh they honestly a lot of the like actual like i mean they showed all the fucking sexual assaults but they didn't really show a lot of the violence they showed the aftermath of the violence didn't see any dick though no dick Honestly, kind of pissed off about that. Cowards. Yeah. Do, do see some bush, though. Yeah. Yeah. There was, I remember, I don't, was there, I feel like there was Dick in Untold Story. I want to say there was, but I, I truly don't remember. I've seen so many in these movies. They I all know. kind of blend together sometimes, you know? Huh. I don't it's know. a side effect of the of this podcast. It's only fair, man. Like I, that's what I think. You True. just gotta if you're gonna have so much or the other, you gotta have. They do also talk dick. a lot about dicks in the in they the talk dialogue. A lot about. Um, at, at one point, uh, Kai. I mean, you is, already said the best one, but oh, yeah. don't cut it off. It's already so small. <laughs> Kai uh, is very much like a kiss ass to his boss, and uh, is talking about his like, oh yeah, boss. Nobody's nobody's dick is as big as yours. Your wife must make she was moan all the time mo- for you. Yeah, she must moan so loud. And you're like, okay. And it's yeah. like a, it's like he's talking about his boss's dick a lot. He fucks a piece of meat. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, we've. I feel like in the last few movies we've seen a lot of like little taxidermia. Yeah, yeah. like sex with things that aren't human. <laughs> You know, and that's like, that's not, it's not fun. Yeah. But yeah, he does. He, okay. So he's spying on his boss, having sex with his wife. He's quirking off and then he hears, overhears his boss having banging and then he's listening in and continuing to quirk. And then he has an even better idea. And so he goes to the kitchen. This is also all at the restaurant, of course, mm-hmm. that he works at and grabs a bit of meat, uh, 
would you say it's steak? I'm not much of an expert. I, I couldn't. I it the way it was cut was confusing to me. Well, he let's just say he makes a little incision and uh, mm-hmm. goes all American Pie on it, <laughs> Hong Kong edition, 100. Uh, percent It's and the, and then finishes mm-hmm. and then puts it back with the rest of the meat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, yeah. Not before he looks in the incision, presses it together, and kind of rubs it to make sure that all the the goo is good and in the meat. I have a question. And then he blatantly, some guy's like needing a piece of meat, and he is like, use this one. This one will be good. Yeah. I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, as, no, I wouldn't eat the meat. Well, that was the answer <laughs> to my question. No, I'm just kidding. Um, as a Gordon Ramsay head... And just general. You and I both. Yeah, of course. How would this uh, Kitchen Nightmares episode go oh, <laughs> for this for this restaurant? Who fucked the meat? <laughs> what does this come? <laughs> Do you come in the meat? You can't come in the meat. That's fucked. What can I do with this? <laughs> He, he, I mean, something like that. Kai would have to murder Gordon Ramsay. Oh, Kai would for sure. Yeah, like he, would he, he wouldn't. Yeah, he would have. No I think other Gordon choice. would have really tough meat when he got made into one of those burgers. Yeah, I don't think Gordon is is very tender. <laughs> no, I don't think he's very tender. I think he's got very tough meat. Yeah, you don't fuck the meat. I mean, you're the one who's been seeing a lot of his ass lately on Hotel. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, it was Hotel Hell. It was Hotel Hell. Twenty four hours to hell and back is. His worst thus far. I don't greatly care for it. Just a heads up. Yeah, that's that's your that's your Gordon Ramsay. Uh, that's my Gordon segment. Ramsay segment for yeah, this episode. Yeah, we'll have one every week. Don't worry. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, at this rate. I mean, let's get okay. Let's get to the to the kind of final fun bit. Okay. And then we can stop talking about this gross movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I really don't want to talk <laughs> about like it. There's a lot that's yeah. just like, ugh. Okay, I do want to talk about the the like the, the coolest shot effect thing that they had is scenes from inside of his mouth, like POV out, but you see like his teeth and tongue and like Ebola particles after he's infected. In after yeah. he's infected, and they do that a few times, and it does look really cool. It's weird. You're just like, like what am I seeing? Yeah, the first time it happens, I think it happens like three times, and the first time it happens, you're like, whoa, that was jarring and strange. Uh, but then the next couple times, you're like, oh, it's kind of cool. Because at this point, it. he is coughing and sneezing yeah. on everybody around him and, yeah and we get Oops. lots and lots and lots of scenes of uh people getting infected and then just eventually convulsing. having a seizure yeah. and convulsing and it, foaming it gets a little bit cumbersome there we get see we see a lot of it and it's old. and some people are better than others <laughs> at convulsing. Yeah. some people are look goofy as hell and it's very funny uh, but yeah, from here, pretty much all hell breaks loose. He's back with a woman that I we don't remember really being from the beginning of the movie, but uh, he bangs her consensually. <laughs> yes, and well, he pays a man. Uh, he buys her. He from buys his her wife from from his husband. Yeah, her from husband, her husband. Uh, for like, he gives him like three thousand dollars and tells him to go buy heroin and, and half a Heineken. Half a Heineken. It was a big bottle of Heineken. And he's like, okay, yeah, okay, and go buy. Runs off to go buy some heroin. Uh, he bangs the wife. Uh, 
does his stuff inside. Anytime he infects somebody, it's like goes slow mo. So when it's very funny as he as he is <laughs> reaching climax, uh, <laughs> it goes slow mo, and it's very like I that was funny. Like that's just one example. Because that's one, now you know she's infected. That makes you very. It makes it very clear to the audience this person's infected when the dude takes a drink from the same bottle of Heineken yeah. that he slow mo. It's slow motion. Yeah. It's in like, hey, did you see that? Yeah. Did you miss that? Hey, we're letting you know that's important. That person's infected. He coughed when they were like at a clothing store and like there's a woman sleeping with her mouth open, went slow-mo to show like a zoom in on her mouth. Yeah. And then he blows his nose on a shirt and, and puts w- it back. Wipes some boogers wipes on some it. Boogers on it. So fucking gross. That's how I that's He's a, vile. That's he how I treat himself. Old, maybe. He pisses himself in this. He's co- people constantly saying he smells like shit. It's true. It's it a subject uh, plot Before line. he's infected with Ebola, people are saying that he smells like shit. Like, it's like his thing. He's gross. He he's is... fucking vile. Okay, let's let's try to re- reason this out. Who is the most disgusting character that we've watched in a, in a film so far for the podcast? For the podcast? Because I have an answer, but we did it before we started the podcast. Because it's the dude from the Golden Globe. Uh, uh, for the pod? Because this character Kai is up there just from a not only from his actions yeah but from how he is told he smells <laughs> the things that he does the things that he have has sex with I mean the big fat guy from taxidermia that's true that's a quite disgusting one I think those I uh, I okay because uh, I was gonna say I was gonna say bad boy Bubby but we really liked him but Bubby's kind of a sweet character. He is kind of a sweet character. So I would say, yeah, uh, taxidermia or this or maybe fucking those fucking nerds from the blackout experience. Yeah, I did hate them. (laughs) It's true. They were really fucking gross. Yeah. I did not care for those fucking nerds. And we are kink shaming them. We are. They deserve to be kink shamed (laughs) for their fucking yell at me, daddy. Oh my god, don't go to a fucking haunted house to get your rocks off, you freak. Go to therapy. Go to therapy. <laughs> god, or like pay pay somebody to do this for you. Don't go, these are not get out. Oh, that movie was not good. Uh this movie was better. Uh and it ends in a uh all out Ebola rampage. A fiery explosion. It does. There's there's say. a stuntman on fire for a very long time. Um he Gets found out, caught, locked in a room, escapes with a cleaver, very much like Untold Story. Again, there's a giant cleaver in Untold Story. Yeah. This is another very weird parallel that's yeah. unnecessary. It's the same fucking movie. Uh, he ends up in the streets, kidnaps the girl's daughter that he was just with, and is like, you betrayed me. She's already infected. Uh, and now he's bleeding and spitting blood on people and coughing on people and spitting on people and yelling at people and everyone's just getting infected with Ebola. He gets shot in his arm and is actively like he's sucking, sucking the blood, blood out of the wound and then yeah like that's how he's intimidating and spitting at these people yeah. and the cops are all wearing hazmat suits. Yeah. It's a very funny scene. They're running through the streets during the day. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's wild. a weird scene. He uh he, yeah, he keeps getting shot like over and over, like in the arms and stuff. He gets shot with like a poison dart and he cuts off a chunk of his arm, which that's not how I think those darts work. Not according to Ace Ventura would... 2 and Nature yeah, Girls, yeah. which another weird kind of parallel with this movie. It honestly has some crossover. Both incredibly racist. Yeah. And as we discussed off air, 
The second Ace Ventura isn't even the most problematic of the two. No, I feel bad for how much of those movies that I know. I by ju- heart. When Nature Calls specifically is like one of my favorite childhood movies. Like that movie made me laugh. Bumblebee Tuna. There's a lot. There's a lot that it I've, made me that, learn what guano was. Oh, good. I'm glad you learned something from that movie. I learned what guano was. Great. And I used to go like a glove all the time. We can't get started. No, we cannot. We can't. Those it, movies are bad now. I know. I know. We still bad. have Dumb and Dumber, though. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God still for have that. Dumb and Dumber. Uh, and Liar Liar. Uh, not as good, but I still mean, fun. Uh, I like that late air. I like not that. Not now. Anyway. Off the off air. <laughs> uh, so uh, he cuts off a chunk of his arm. He's still losing his fucking mind. He ends up kind of like just duking it out with the dude, kind of, right? The <laughs> this is one of the one of the cops he spits blood on yeah um, ends up out of the hazmat he takes suit. the hazmat suit off so he's definitely infected yeah. and uh, while he's chasing Kai he says let's die together and then they just start fighting hand to hand combat and it's uh, honestly pretty great how did he catch on fire I don't remember um they get doused in some sort of flammable liquid at some point yeah and uh, Kai's running away and the cop grabs what looks like a flamethrower. It did, and and catches him on fire. Flame throws Kai, and then Kai starts catching other people on fire. Kai's just running through the streets on fire again. Yes, catching other people on fire on fire. Very long time. Again, very fun scene. And then he falls down, and then gets shot a fuck ton. (laughs) That same cop (laughs) runs up, shoots him, like empties his clip on him. It's pretty funny, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, like like a little bit overkill. Yeah. Potentially. Uh, we see that a dog has eaten the chunk of Ebola meat from his arm on the ground. And then that said dog, after he dies, like everyone's dead now. The cops are like, oh, what the fuck? That's crazy. Uh, now we see that dog is the dog of a little girl. And they're sharing a nice slice of cheese in the park. Uh, uh, and the dog is licking it and the girl's eating it. And then it freeze frames on her. And you think that's the end. But nope. There's a weird quick scene to the beginning of the movie where Kai has just killed the boss and he's about to go for the wife and he pushes his bloody hair back and goes, you bullied me. And then it goes to credits. There's a lot of... They talk about bullying a lot. It's lame. it's one of those weird translations. I think the translations were off. There's a lot of errors and typos and just bad translations. A lot of grammatical errors in the subtitles that don't like certain sentences sentences just straight up didn't make any sense. Like I had to sit there and be like, what are they trying to say? There's a decent amount of context that we're missing uh, for a lot of this movie. I feel like truly. (laughs) And so it might've been better than, than we would have imagined if we had gotten a true, a true translation story wise. Yeah. Because I mean, it's very simple. It's just very much the story of fucking untold story. Yes. It's a shitty piece of shit kills some people, continues to be a shitty piece of shit, and serves those people to other people, and then gets caught and dies. What do you think this uh, third movie that we watch is going to be the exact same movie? <laughs> what was it called? Taxi Man? Taxi, Taxi Hunter? Taxi Hunter. Um, are you familiar with Falling Down? Yeah, the Michael, uh, Michael Douglas, Douglas movie yeah. in the 90s? I think it's going to be like that. Interesting. Yeah. Now you're going to die wearing that stupid little hat. I've actually seen Falling Down. That movie, I think, is also could. I, I watched it over quarantine uh, for the first time. It's it feels problematic. It felt incredibly racist, <laughs> <laughs> like Ebola syndrome. I then. kept googling it, and people are like, "No, that's the point. Like, it's it's like a commentary on shit." I'm like, I don't know, man. This was made by Joel Schumacher. Like, I don't know. 
Oh, yeah, no. that the feels. I don't know. Joel was Schumacher weird. directed Falling Down. Wow, I didn't, I didn't die know that. wearing that stupid little hat. Either That's way, the line I remember. In another six months, we'll we'll do the Taxi Hunter as part yeah. of it, to round out our, our, another our yeah. Herman Yao trilogy. This coming January, check out. Yeah, fucking. We're coming taxi up on Hunter. our on our uh, one, one month year. or one year anniversary coming up in the yeah. next few weeks. We'll have to do something wild. We'll figure that out. We've got a we've got our fiftieth episode coming up in about like five or so episodes and so we'll do something fun for that but cool. i'm pretty excited about what we've decided to watch uh next, next yes uh uh uzumaki by junji ito yeah i don't know who made the film we'll figure that out for the day of the podcast but this is the live action in case yeah in case you are version. unfamiliar with the work of uh junji ito he is a horror uh, manga creator uh the most legendary one like the of all time he horror manga is creator such a creative and scary storyteller and artist. He's so well known that I knew about him outside of Colby and owned three of his books. Yeah, people like if if you are at all into horror, you probably know yeah. Junji Ito. And, and You've at least seen it as a webcomic and didn't know what it was from and it unsettled you. Yeah. And then when you were reading the book, finally, you were like, oh, shit, that's where this is from? Because that was my experience with Uzumaki. Yeah, you, you've probably seen a panel or two from, from Uzumaki, honestly. Spirals. The spirals. Baby. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Um, and honestly, eventually, we will do a, a comic. Oh, a for Junji sure. Ito comic. For sure. I've got uh, Uzumaki... Uh, maybe maybe we'll do kind of a side by side and that would be re- cool. read read a little bit of it and then watch. It's long. Maybe the first volume. Yeah. I have the first volume. It's I have the collection. Yeah, because um, I think that'd be cool to at least compare it a little bit. For um, sure, for sure. Through the comics, and I, it's been a minute since I've read it, so I, yeah. I definitely would want a refresher. If if you have not checked out Junjito stuff, look up anything. It's beautiful. It's, the artwork he's, alone he's incredible. is magnificent. Yeah, um, but the stories are also very compelling. That said. I'm not entirely convinced this movie is going to be good at all. No, this it could, this be, could be absolutely trash, horrible. Like shit trash. But I'm excited to find out. I don't know really anything about the movie. I knew it existed. Like I I knew it was there, but I don't I don't know anybody that's seen it. It was recently added to Prime and so we yeah. figured we might as well jump at the opportunity. We it, don't know how much longer it's going to be there. It came out it came out in 2000 and it has a 6.2 on IMDb, which is not, not bad. bad. For an adaptation yeah, like and like the first user review gave it an eight, calling it creepy, but the next one gave it a two, said it was amateurish. So we'll fucking see. We'll be the judge. We will. The jury yes. and the freaking executioner. I'm excited. That's going to be a fun one. I think it'll be wild. Uh, I just hope that they lean in. In 2000, what kind of effects are they uh, going to be going for? Practical? Probably or? not something good. Practical? My guess is bad CGI. Yeah. I <laughs> that's that's my, my, my prediction. Got any palate cleansers? Because this movie, I would say, definitely deserves uh, a a decent one. This This is a a heavy hitter. Go see Pig. Um, Yeah, listen to our Pig episode as your palate cleanser for this episode. For real. Uh, And go support Pig. It was a really beautiful movie. Uh, Palate cleanser, uh, not really been working on all our music stuff. Uh, I don't don't think we mentioned it last time, Colby. But you, your, your, your shit is out. Kill Collins is out. It's out. It's available. Where? Um, iTunes. It's on iTunes. It's on uh, Kindle, the Kindle store. Um, you can also just Google Kill Collins by Colby McHugh if, if you are just now finding out about that. It's uh, a novella that I wrote over quarantine. Uh, this is the first half of a planned uh, two-part story that's av- available now as an ebook. We're planning an audiobook as well. Hopefully that'll come come pretty soon, but 
um, yeah, it's available now. feels cool to kind of be able to say that. And um, I'm working on part two right now. Um, so I'm hoping that I can get that back to you guys Hell as well. Yeah. Hell yeah. But yeah, the link is also in my in my bio. Yeah, link in his bio. I've posted about it a few times on the various socials that we have. You'll probably see more about it coming up. Yep. Um, and yeah, check that out. We've got a bunch of shit cooking on our personal end. We've got uh, some cool ideas for apps coming up. Uh, and Uzumaki should be fun. We uh, didn't really have that plan, but seeing it pop up streaming, it's been, uh, it's something that we're both a fan of the source material. So for let's, sure. let's see how much of a train wreck this could be. And we're also pretty excited. We, we want to do uh, some more things with our, our network buddies. True. Yeah. In the Indiesaurus network. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to get caught up, but that, uh, what's the name of the Left Behind series? I Survived the Rapture. I Survived the Rapture. Colby's been getting uh, really into that. Uh, and I'll get caught up because we definitely want to try to cross over with them, we think. We want to uh, try to cross over with everybody. We want to cross over with everybody, baby. Including the Hamtaro podcast, Ham Radio. We love you guys. One hundo. But we got uh, we definitely got a guest from uh, the Indiesaurus crew uh, scheduled. We'll just get the exact date down and let you know who that is coming up and what we'll be covering with them. Uh, but outside of that, every Sunday, baby. That's where we're at. 9 a.m. church time. We are your church. Oh, I like Are we? That. We're youth pastors. Oh, we we got big God youth pastor energy, damn don't we? <laughs> Fuck. I know it sucks. It sucks how much how cool we are. You're right. Oh, whoa, dude! I just grew a puka shell necklace. Whoa, whoa, dude! I'm wearing a polo all of a sudden. Holy shit, dude! We're transforming, dude. My jeans just got acid washed, man. <laughs> dude, whoa! I got rhinestones on my ass, dude. I'm wearing boot cut jeans. What kind of youth pastors did you have? I had ones that wore, dude, I had ones that went to like Buckle, that shopped at like Buckle. Wow. That was like, they wore like Affliction and shit. That's what we're going to be. Oh yeah. We got to go get our Affliction shirts. That's the type of stones I'm talking about. By the time you're listening to our next episode, we'll be Affliction boys. We'll be afflicted. Yeah. Ed Hardy. Remember, we're the BBs and the PCG, baby. Shit, that's too many. We're the BB and the PCG. We're the seller dwellers. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Baddest boys in the podcast game. Bye.